Rob Portman does an about-face on a Supreme Court nomination. One reason the May 30th riots got so out of control in Cleveland is police intelligence dramatically missed on their crowd estimate, and Cleveland State University is talking about consolidating its colleges. It's the wake-up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Monday, September 21st. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio members of Congress from both political parties lauded U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg after her death Friday of metastatic cancer of the pancreas. U.S. Senator Rob Portman said he looks forward to seeing who President Donald Trump nominates, even though when Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia died less than a year before the 2016 presidential election, Portman argued to wait to fill the vacancy. Unlike Ohio Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown, who issued a statement that said the American people deserve a voice in the selection of Ginsburg's replacement, Portman released a statement that said he looks forward to seeing who President Donald Trump plans to nominate and thoroughly assessing his or her qualifications for this important role. His statement observes that in more than two dozen vacancies on the U.S. Supreme Court during a presidential election year over U.S. history, the sitting president made a nomination every time. The difference was in 2016, Portman argued against confirming a nominee before the election. Authorities massively underestimated the size of a May 30th protest in downtown Cleveland, leaving them scrambling to assemble enough law enforcement officers to quell the chaos that erupted outside the Justice Center. Cuyahoga County released 12 use-of-force reports followed by sheriff's deputies, one of which contained riveting details by one deputy about another who fired a beanbag into a man's head. No use-of-force report was released for the deputy who fired that round. The reports largely are by deputies who were summoned after the violence erupted and do not contain details of what sparked it. They describe a scene of bedlam, with rioters repeatedly trying to breach the Justice Center through broken windows and the short-staffed Sheriff's Department rallying to repel them. One report says that police intelligence estimated only 200 people would attend, which is what caused the low staffing. Thousands showed up for the rally. Cleveland State University could significantly reduce its number of colleges under a new CSU 2.0 plan. CSU has 11 colleges now, but recommendations include consolidating to five or six schools which would save money on all the dean's offices that could be dismantled. The task force report proposes the five different consolidation plans list savings in a range of $1 million to $2.3 million, depending on which plan is followed. The University of Akron is heading down the same path. Organizers for popular consumer events were thrown for a loop on Wednesday when the company that operates the IX Center announced it was closing. Susan Glaser reports the news comes on top of a challenging time for the events industry, what with the coronavirus. Trade show organizers aim to work with the governor's office on the issue of mass gatherings to allow shows like the boat show and the auto show to go on. 
Show organizers believe that the size of venues like the IX Center make them special cases requiring special rules. The auto show was the last full event at the center before the pandemic shut down crowded events, and as Susan reports, car sales in Northeast Ohio jump every year following the show. Auto dealers want to figure out a way to preserve it. We report each week on the bars and restaurants cited by liquor agents for violating coronavirus restrictions. So what happens next? Since August, the three-member Ohio Liquor Control Commission has held 18 hearings, almost exclusively devoted to businesses accused of violating COVID-19 orders. Most companies get suspended from selling alcohol for a certain amount of time. A five-day suspension of a liquor license was the most common, given to nine of the establishments. A Summit County bar was the first to lose its license in a decision last week. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer on this last full day of summer. We'll be back with another edition on the first day of fall.